Hey bold beauties, it's your girl Chinway, and this is season two, episode six of the Be Bold podcast. Be Bold is a podcast designed to share the stories and amplify the voices of black women, bring black women to the face of the wellness game, and promote healthy living and mental health. So let's get started. Y'all, today's episode is late and I am so sorry, but happy Monday to those of you guys listening on this Monday. Um, I think that the things that we're going to talk about in this episode are going to be crucial for you starting your week. So whether it's Sunday or Monday, today the gems will be dropped. Um, So I'm actually going to tell you guys the reason why the episode is late and explain a little more during the thoughts of an introverted black girl segment. So right now we'll just jump into the bold review. Yes, for the bold review, we are going to be talking about wet ass pussy. We are. We just had this is a crucial topic right now that we all, as women, need to talk and be proud about. Um, so what I, I think everyone, if you haven't seen the video or heard the song, you might be living under a rock. But Meg The Stallion and Cardi B came out with a song called Wet Ass Pussy. I want to say maybe it was last week. And let me tell you, social media was in an uproar. And I know y'all heard it and I know y'all saw it. There had there was a divide, like there's a divide in everything <laughs> in reactions and stuff. Um, between the between the more conservative people when it comes to talking about sex and between the people who are carefree and just talk about sex. And with everything I saw, one main thing jumped out to me. And I asked myself, why can't two women, <laughs> one who has a child and who's married, um, the other who talks about shaking her ass in every single song. Why can't two women come together and discuss how they like to have sex freely? And that question is not only for the men. That question is for the women who also didn't think that the song was appropriate. Now, there was so much backlash um, for this song that they put out. They were literally getting media commentators politicians talking negatively negative to negatively about this song saying that cardi b and meg Stallion are degrading themselves that's not the way you empower your body that's not the way you do this and it was pretty much split i think i saw i'm not gonna say it's on even amount but i saw a lot of women talking about it too and saying how it was degrading too so my question to those people is why can't women who are 20 plus years old talk about the way they like to have sex. Another thing that jumped out to me during all the backlash of this song was a lot of men's like discrepancies or problem with the song was what they're talking about, wet ass pussy. And then I and then I had to think to myself, why wouldn't you want to hear a woman describe 
having sex, and, and to me, it sounds like an exciting way. And from the dance moves to the splits to everyone in the, everyone in the music video, why can't they talk about enjoying sex the way they want to enjoy it with you? They're not, I mean, they're, they're both of them, they're straight women. They're not going to get wet ass pussy from nothing. So they're talking about how, the way they want to enjoy sex with men. And that was a problem um, for a lot of men. And the question I have there is, aren't women equal and willing participants in having sex? Shouldn't they have a say in what they like? Shouldn't they be able to share what they like? Especially if we hear it from men all the time in their rap music videos, in their rap music. Can I, I can't even explain to you how many times I caught myself rap lyrics to a song that I can't relate to. Like for example, Dice pineapples make my baby tasted best. I must have lost my mind. I'm not gonna be me personally. I'm not gonna be eating nobody out. So why in the world should I have to rap those lyrics? The song is catchy, and for a long time there weren't many um, trap music artists that were women who were talking about that stuff. So it just makes a lot more sense for me to rap. I'm fucking with that wet ass pussy instead of. Bounced ass, but I don't know what the fuck. Like, the songs that these men make and that we all, the well, people who enjoy rap music, sit in the club and stand up and we sing, sometimes it just, it never really makes sense for the women. And with this new wave of trap music artists coming out and almost rapping things that women can actually say that makes sense, that, that makes sense for us, that helps us talk our shit the way men want to talk their shit. And there was a lot of controversy around that. It was just because, and I saw it said perfectly on social media, the reason why there was so much backlash because of the song was because Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B were talking freely about sex without the permission of a man. And when I say that, there was no man in the music video, there was um, no men featuring on the song. It was two women coming together to talk about how they enjoy sex, what they like to do during sex, and no man was no man was controlling that. She wasn't twerking on, twerking on top of Offset. Megan wasn't twerking on top of nobody else. It was just them all together bringing women. I know there was Sukiana, um, Mulatto, Normani, Kylie Jenner. They brought a bunch of women together in the video. Um, to celebrate something that they have because men always want to tell us that they have big ass dicks Why can't a woman say that she has a wet ass pussy? So I want to celebrate Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion for coming out with the song Like I said, the song's not for me. I'm not gonna have it on repeat, but anything that allows women to express themselves in an open way that allows women to have conversations and allow, honestly, I don't really care for debates like this because these are kind of one thing where it's like you should understand this and if you don't, you kind of don't want to understand. But kind of opens up the door for women to just talk their shit about their stuff. And that's what it is. And, and you can do that. And you should feel empowered in doing that. Um, another controversial thing from the music video was Kylie Jenner being in the video. Now, with all the people that I mentioned before that they had starring, it just made so much sense. Sukiana, if you don't know her, she's an IG. Um, honestly, she's more of an IG personality, but she also is a rapper, and she's on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. 
but she is known for her the way that she celebrates her body she's very sexual she has an only fans page um let me know if y'all gonna be interested in hearing about OnlyFans on season three. I have an idea, but just let me know. But she has an OnlyFans page and she talks about her, you know, sexual endeavors a lot. She belongs in the music video. Mulatto, she's a rapper, IG modelish girl. She in the video. Normani obviously killing it. Um, in the video. So now the only the outlier is Kylie Jenner because she's not a rapper. She's not in the music industry. Um doesn't really have a special talent, so I guess she was hired as a model. Personally, the me I just wasn't a personal fan of the music video or the song separately. I just love what it stands for. But Kylie Jenner being in it, I, I, I it just killed the vibe. I think there was a vibe. I feel, I feel like if um someone else just popped up there, maybe if Nicki Minaj popped up, that would have been a vibe. We would have been screaming, but no. But, I don't want, but that, that's what they chose to do. So that was the only two controversies that came out of the music video and the song WAP. And I just want... And I honestly, if you don't feel like women should be celebrating their bodies like that, and you're a woman, I don't really want to hear about this from a man, but if you're a woman and you don't really think that's an appropriate way to celebrate your body, why not? And um, what... Yeah, why not? Is Why can't women celebrate their bodies like that? And what is so, like, cringy about watching another woman do that? Because to me personally, I mean, if I see a girl out here walking with a turtleneck, long sleeves, and a skirt down to her ankles, I'm, I'm going to look at her twice. But I'm not going to pay any more attention after I pass her about it. I'm just going to be like, okay, that, that's the person's doing that. So if you're that person who doesn't want to show off their body and you see someone showing off their body, maybe dressing a little bit more, revealing what makes you feel so cringy about it, what makes you feel like they shouldn't be doing something or that you have to correct them on what they're doing. Because that that's only... If you're not hurting anybody, if you're not taking anything away from anybody, I think that you should be able to live your best life without anybody making judgments, but being judgmental is a, is a part of life. So if you have that feeling, I definitely want to hear, you know, maybe why you have that feeling. And I want to challenge you to, um, I want to challenge you to learn how to empower your body in different ways. Some people empower, feel empowered with their body by covering, co by covering up and you know, leaving a little bit more to be desired. Whereas other women love to empower their body by showing it off. Maybe they, you know, have a great body. Maybe they just want to be comfortable in their own skin and they want to show it off. And I think both ways can be definitely respected and we can live in this country with women doing either or without there being judgment passed, you know? So let's, let's talk about it. Let's have a real conversation about how do women empower their bodies in the best way for them as an individual not for everybody else or to please everybody else all right so that was my bold review um let's move into the thoughts of an introverted black girl segment all right here we are this here we are so this episode is not going to be long at all um I just wanted to talk about the importance of being intentional with your rest today. I know it's very different from the bold review. Bold review is very loud. 
Um, but I really want to talk about the importance of being intentional with your rest because this is something that I really struggled with for the last about two to three weeks. Um, and I'm giving myself grace because we are in a pandemic, so I'm not expecting myself to do anything extraordinary. Um, but there are, are a couple things that I've been focusing on to keep my mind off of what is actually going on in the world. And I think that those things have consumed me to the point where I was not resting and I really hadn't had an intentional rest in the last three weeks. And what I mean by intentional rest um, or a productive rest also is that I did not sit down and blindly watch Moesha. I sat down and watched Moesha while I was thinking about all the other things I had to do for work, all the other things I had to do for getting ready to go back to school, thinking about all the things I need to do for the podcast. Um, and that rest never works, right? If you, if you are like that in any way, if you have to function with like four things, major things going on in your life so that you could accomplish things, don't recommend at all. Don't recommend at all. So the reason why basically the podcast was late is because on Saturday when I planned on recording, I went to work out. Um, at the end of my workout, I was stretching, everything was good, and then I passed out. Yes, I was on the ground. So let me just con- continue explaining. Um, I was I was stretching with my hands touching the floor, like stretched over, standing up, hands touching the floor, doing the hamstring stretch. And I had stayed like that for a while, kind of like downward dog looking like, and the blood had rushed to my head. So the blood had rushed to my head, and um, I was still down there. I went into another yoga pose. Um, I don't know what the name of it is called, but you actually hold your elbows with each of your hands while you're still having your head down, and you sway from side to side. I moved into that for way too long. So that when I tried to stand up and, you know, put my head back, the last thing I remember is attempting to put my head back And then I woke up on the ground. And mind you, I was working out in my parking lot, so I was outside. And if my neighbors were looking at me or if my neighbors walked outside, they would have seen me. And when I was getting up from passing out, I remember thinking, like, Chinway, why have you been on the ground so long? Like, get up, get up. And I remember it feeling like I was sleeping. Um, But I explain all that to say I have never passed out in my life. Um, That this was the first circumstance that I've ever passed out I think that was it was a real signal that I just needed to chill out for a second um so a couple of things that have been going on like this last month I have like a, a vacation home from work coming up that's about a week and a half and I've just been trying to front load all of my work to get it done in the beginning of the month so that when I'm gone no one's trying to get in contact with me nothing can't get done because I did it already that's that's kind of the mode I was trying to be in And that, you know, that compiles a lot of stress with trying to do a month's worth of work in two and a half weeks. And then two, I'm going back to school to get my master's in public health. Clap for me. I am super excited about that. But that whole process has been just stressing me out on top of the fact that I'm super nervous about it. Um, So doing the orientation, kind of getting adjusted to having to do classes remotely for graduate school, that all has been on my mind as well. 
Plus, the podcast. I'm getting great feedback from the podcast. I'm really enjoying doing it for the second season. So, of course, I'm thinking about ways where I could and how I make it better and things to take it to the next level. So, that has been another stressor. And then, you know, the overall stress of the pandemic, you know, hearing bad news almost every single other day. And like I talked about, seeing the images every single other day took a toll on me. But I was like bulldozing through all the stress for two weeks bulldozing through this stress but just getting things done and not one time did I acknowledge to myself that it was a lot like I was just like I have to do it I have to do it I have to do it but it was a lot and it was a lot on my body and it was a lot on my even being nervous and being stressed at the same time really took me out so when I um did pass out the rest of the day I kind of wanted to take it slow I didn't end up doing anything I canceled all my plans for that day and I realized it was super important for me to just slow down to just slow down and to remind myself that we are in a pandemic to remind myself that despite what I accomplish or I don't accomplish existing right now is all that is required of me and what I don't want a lot of people to do which is what I was starting to do was don't let anyone force you to get through this year faster or in their type of way of getting through this year you need to do what you need to do for yourself to get through what 2020 has become and I say that because even though people are you know dying every day and passing every day Work and school is still going on. People, people still have to prioritize work and school during a time like this because the country, y'all know my beef I have with the country. I don't got to keep repeating it. Um, but if you are feeling it, if you're starting to just feel stressed and overwhelmed, like there's a lot on your shoulders and everything in this year is moving too fast, you have a full on right and permission to slow everything down for yourself. And just say, mm, and just step back from it and say, I no longer want to go at this speed. I want to go at my speed. And so I realized that I was picking up and I was going at, you know, my job speed. Um, people trying to force me to feel comfortable with doing certain things. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. I'm going at my speed of how this year needs to go. Um, so I really do hope that if anyone out there is stressing themselves out a little bit too much about the things that you need to get done and accomplished before, you know, before when, I don't even freaking know before when, before the world goes back to normal, but to slow, to just slow down. So I want to reference something that I posted on my podcast page on July 11th. There was actually five signs um, that you have been neglecting yourself. And I think it's important to talk, to know the signs that you can be neglecting yourself because even if you don't try to, there are periods in your life where you might have to prioritize your friends, family, your work, your education over yourself. And if you can recognize at those points where you're neglecting yourself, you can easily snap out of it and know that you need to prioritize yourself, right? If you had to neglect yourself for a couple of days, then you need to take maybe a week to pour back into your cup and to fill it back up. Um, so I, I just want to go through these different things. So number one I wrote is life is on cruise control. You wake up, go to work, come home, make dinner, sleep, and repeat. Number two, 
you, you're ignoring your basic needs. We all have those days when we wake up and we skip a meal to save some time or stay up late to scroll through jokes on Twitter. Mm, not good. That's number two. Number three, you're just dreaming of success. You may find yourself dreaming about your goals instead of creating plans and executing. Number four, you know everyone else's goals but are unclear on your own. Do you find yourself being the shoulder to cry on or the listening ear? You might have to be sometimes, but if it comes to a point where you know more about your friend's goals than your own goals, you're neglecting yourself. Five, you've lost touch with family and friends. Have you found that you have not had the energy to sustain some of the relationships in your life? Nothing really happened, but it's hard to pick up the phone and make calls. So those are five signs that you're neglecting yourself. And um, of all these different signs, I think that I definitely was doing number two and number three. Uh, and I say number two because it wasn't even that I wasn't eating. It was that day specifically. I woke up a little bit later than I wanted to. I had an appointment and I did not eat breakfast before I worked out. But the thing is that I never eat breakfast before I work out. But I usually work out earlier in the morning. You can't work out at two p at 1 p.m., 2 p.m. without any food in your stomach. That's big no. And number three, dreaming of success. I've literally been dreaming... <laughs> of the things I want to accomplish, the couple of things left on my vision board I want to get done. I've been dreaming of this staycation and I haven't been doing certain things that kind of could take the load off um, between me and my little vacation. Um, and so, funny, I was talking to my therapist, that was the appointment that I had, and talking to her, she reminded me that Productivity is not everything right now. And even you can be productive in your rest and you can be productive in your self-care. And making sure to implement a little bit of those things into your every single day. You shouldn't be tackling a bunch of things for two and a half weeks and then say, I'm going to take self-care as soon as my vacation comes. Because as soon as that vacation comes, you're not going to even be able to enjoy it because you're just crashing from everything you did the last two and a half weeks. You you know what I'm saying? So I think it's really important for you to decide what's important for you, list out the things that you want to accomplish, and then execute and plan to plan those things in your day. When you're forward planning on that Sunday, plan that, that rest. Plan in that self-care right on in it, you know? Um... Self-care for me is working out, but I also need to probably do 45 minutes worth of stretching in the morning. So I'm going to wake up with enough time to work out and do 45 minutes worth of stretching or yoga, some sort of meditation in the morning to get my body in sync. That's how you get that self-care into every single day. I know I mentioned buying plants. Buying some plants, watering some plants, taking some time. I saw this funny, This it was like a funny meme, but I think it's actually pretty true where you should get a plant name it after yourself so every single time you tend to that plant and you speak life into that plant you're speaking life right into yourself and I loved that idea um doing a facial before you go to sleep at night right making sure with that nighttime shower that you take you're washing your whole face and you massaging your face massaging your scalp and get into bed to start the day early don't crash into bed. I'm telling you all this from experience because this is what happened. I, and I truly believe this is what led me to passing out. 
do not let every single day go by. Don't become paralyzed with stress. That's, that's something that happens to me. I get paralyzed with stress and then I don't do anything and then it accumulates more stress. Don't just crash into bed after a long day. Be intentional about how you want your day and your next day to go throughout the day. Make sure you're drinking you know, multiple bottles of water, making sure you're taking some time out to read if you enjoy to read in your day. Your day doesn't only have to consist of work from the eight hours. It doesn't only have to consist in things that you want to, you know, put your, your time into. Like even my podcast, my whole day doesn't have to go towards that podcast. But I have 24 hours in a day. I can schedule in to do an hour of reading, an hour of yoga and meditation, and the 30-minute facial before I go to sleep in the midst of all those things so that at least every single part of my day, I have something that I did for me. And I can wake up with the same fuel and the same energy to get through the next day. So, yeah, that's kind of the rant I wanted to go on today for this podcast episode. I do want everyone... Anyone who's out there like me who's trying to use being productive as a way to get through this pandemic, remember that you even choosing to be productive was great. That you existing is great. You getting through this pandemic every single day and waking up is great. Being able to see your loved ones is an amazing thing. And that should be what the priority is now. You know, life is still moving. Life is 100% still moving. But if you need to be still, be still. And don't let anyone try to force you out of that. Don't let anyone try to make you feel more comfortable than you feel with anything. You know how you can make the decisions for yourself. And let me just tell you, pushing yourself to the ground, literally, is not going to help. Because... just when I guess I would say a metaphor for you know my me passing out was I had a lot of things that I just needed to work on slowly and give some tender care to and put you know bits of self-care into and that was kind of me bending down to stretch right um but in my hastiness to get things done and this about to be my next my last two days of work this week coming up with my name Tuesday I rushed it and that was me rushing to get up from that stress stretch instead of taking my time to let each vertebrae come up to breathe and to really take in what the whole stress was and then I passed out and then I crashed and I refused to go on to this vacation and just crash because I want to enjoy myself so for all the ladies out there who are stressing themselves out let me know what is stressing you out How can you, what are some steps you're taking to better organize yourself, right? I'm going to actually drop um, five ways you can prioritize yourself too. So I want you guys to think, to take what I post, implement it into your lives and let me know if it helps with any of the stress that you're feeling. If anyone is feeling like you're not accomplishing enough, trust me, you are. Every day you go to sleep and you decide to wake up the next morning and, you know, God grants you the grace to wake up the next morning, you have accomplished something great. You know, do what you have to do for your personal self. And girl, let's start getting some um, discussions going in the comments of my post. So when I post that five ways to prioritize yourself this week, I want to know if you've done it, if you've implemented it, if you've listened to this episode, if you was waiting for it. Let's get the conversation going. So... 
thank you guys for listening to this episode. Yes, this is a shorter episode of the Be Bold podcast. I want to thank you guys. Every single episode I do, I'm going to thank you guys so much for sharing, rating, reviewing, and not even just reviewing. Y'all are writing these long ass reviews and reviewing my podcast. I really do appreciate it. It gives me, it helps me know in which direction that I'm going to go with it. And it's, it's really been great. It helps me make a better product for you guys. So before this podcast episode ends, I'm going to challenge anyone who's listened to share this podcast with a friend and to to rate and review, rate and review, rate and review. So share the podcast with a friend and then rate and review how you like this episode because that's how we get this podcast to more women, right? We want to get a little bit more exposure. So thank you guys so much for listening to season two episode six of the be bold podcast we have four episodes left but let me tell you those four they're gonna be bomb i have some great ideas so thank you guys so much again happy monday for listening to this on monday and look forward to a new episode of the be bold podcast next sunday bye